Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we really love to give a voice to those women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. Today's guest is a friend in the business, Charlize Hyatt. Charlize, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Susan. The honor is mine. Well, I have to say it's been a while. I've been hoping for you to get on the show and it seems like it was a long time ago when I first asked and we put you on the calendar and here we are today. So I'm super excited to start my day out with this conversation with you. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Susan. Again, I very much appreciate the opportunity to be a guest on your your podcast today. Um, So... Uh, for some quick background on me, um, I've been in professional services for about 17 years um, in a variety of marketing and business development roles. Um, most recently, currently, I'm now at Fenwick um, in a business development role, and my career has included a variety of roles at various firms of uh, different sizes and types. Um, I even stepped out of the law firm world for a few years and, and joined an accounting firm, but um, mostly, you know, I've been at other big firms, including Latham, Dwayne Morris, Oric, and Nixon Peabody. Wow, those are some big names, some heavy hitters. I will say I'm very familiar with all of those firms, and I very much am pleased to see that you are with Benwick & West. That is a, an extremely entrepreneurial firm, very forward-thinking and progressive, and I love the fact that they're right here where I am in the Bay Area in Silicon Valley. So. I'm glad to see that you've landed at such an amazing firm. Tell me a little more about what you do there every day. So my role is focused on business development uh, within the corporate practices. So um, I work with our M&A and capital markets, uh, tax and uh, corporate governance groups to um, help build business um, primarily focused on Uh, partnerships and uh, business plans and uh, personal business development for for the partners Um, and then also looking at opportunities for our late stage companies and uh, the companies that we work with that are public and um, keeping them um, happy and growing them uh, with the firm. And that is exactly what I think of Fenwick. So I think they're very, now I could be wrong, but this is my perception. They are very good at growing and protecting not only their firm, but that the businesses they represent, the companies who are clients. So I think that's a fast-paced, exciting uh, you know, atmosphere in which to reside on a day-to-day basis. So bravo to them for hiring you because you are remarkable at what you do. I've known this for a while. And bravo to you for landing at such a great firm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your um, proudest professional accomplishment to date, or maybe it hasn't happened yet, but share what you think is special about your journey. Um, I think one of the, one of the things that I'm most proud of is um, working on my MBA um, and doing it while I'm, while I was working full time. So um, I went to St. Mary's college in Moraga and I did that while I was, uh, while I was working full time. I'm, I'm proudest of it because Um, obviously it took a lot of work and doing so, um, you know, I, to be honest, I have so much respect for, for people who work and who go to school and also have children. Um, I was fortunate to have done my MBA program before I had my son and daughter. Um, but it was, 
definitely one of the proudest moments as as it you know takes a lot of work and um you know was was worth all the blood sweat and tears i so understand that i got my masters as a a, a little bit older uh, as well um i want to say does it does that make it easier for you to work with the attorneys who work with clients and companies those that are client facing yeah you know i mean I think that, you know, it's definitely a credential. So, you know, sometimes I think it helps, you know, um, you know, maybe elevate my, my brand a little bit with, yeah. with the lawyers. Um, but, you know, I, I try to be modest about those kind of things as much as I can. So, um, you know, it, it definitely can be helpful, um, you know, if, if I need to showcase it, but, um, you know, I think more than anything for me, you know, the relationships that I made in that program, you know, are one of the most important things. And so, um, you know, continuing those relationships, you know, a lot of those folks I'm still in contact with today that I was in my program with, um, I think that was one of the, the most helpful things that I received from, from that program. That's awesome that you've kept in touch and maintained those relationships. The angle I was taking on that question is, it seems to me having an MBA affords you the opportunity to speak the language of the client readily. So that's where I was going with that. I would think that it would be easy for you to have those conversations with the corporate attorneys that do that work. Um, I know that a lot of attorneys have never had, you know, gone to business school. They're not very well versed in business. Of course, the ones that you work with are because that's the nature of what they do. Um, but sometimes people in business development and marketing struggle to communicate with the lawyers and the lawyers struggle to communicate with clients. But I see that as a non-issue for you um, in part because you have this great MBA. So kudos. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's correct. I mean, I think being able to speak the language, I think especially because, you know, my work is, is more focused on the corporate practice area. So understanding um, some of the intricacies behind, you know, what they're doing certainly helps me understand some of that work. And, um, yeah. you know, like when I'm, when I'm helping, um, you know, with materials or business plans for the practice group, certainly I think that helps, you know, that, that knowledge definitely helps us. That's, that's correct. You bet. You bet. I can imagine you create meaningful narratives around the, the goals they're trying to achieve. Um, so that's awesome. Kudos to you for um, furthering your education. Let me ask you this. You know that I am all about you know, shining a light on other women and men also where necessary. I also have allies in our fight for equity on this show. Let me ask you if there's someone in your life who's been uh, an inspiration or a mentor, maybe a sponsor that you'd like to give a shout out to. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, I think community, you know, I, I mentioned St. Mary's as, as a place, you know, where community was important to me. And I think that's been a reoccurring theme in my career and, and in my life is that community is extremely important to me. And um, one of the things I think that has been critical to my success and my growth has been my involvement with the Legal Marketing Association. So um, through the Legal Marketing Association, um, I've had the honor of connecting with a, a great many professionals who um, have helped, you know, guide me from, you know, my first days, you know, at Nixon Peabody to, um, various stages of my career. And in particular, I think, you know, thinking about, you know, there's many, many people who have helped support me and help mentor me and, and grow um, my skills. But in particular, um, Kathleen Flynn um, is one who 
has been very generous with her time with me and has really been a strong mentor to me throughout my career. And, and to be honest, um, it's been interesting because I've actually never worked with Kathleen. So her and I, you know, we've never been at the same firm, but you know, when I joined the legal marketing association, which was in 2003, um, (laughs) um, she, which seems like so long ago now, but, um, you know, when, when I joined, you know, there was like a mentoring program and, and I, she was one of my first, you know, mentors and, and she really, um, frankly, she has kept up that role throughout my whole career and has been someone who, um, you know, I, I actually have gone to for almost every major decision, you know, whether it's, some hard times that I'm going through, um, or if things are going well, she's really, um, you know, she's always willing to have a conversation or have lunch and just help me work through situations. And, um, you know, I appreciate how honest she is and how, um, you know, how supportive and and I think that's hard to find. Um, So, um, and then also she has, she also always puts her family first. So I know, you know, she has a son and, um, her family has always um, been a priority for her as well. And I think as a mother, seeing her put her family first has always, you know, shown me that it's possible to do the same in my career as well. That's a very nice testament to her. So I too believe that family comes first and this is why we work is the freedom to spend time with our families. But let me just say something about her personally before we go on. Um, I have never met the woman, but you are the second person in my life who has said these same things about that one woman. So if you talk to her, when you talk to her next, you might want to mention that, that she is clearly leading by example or making an impact on people uh, in the industry. This other person was also in legal marketing. Uh, So Wow, you know, to have two people in this entire universe, and I've got a huge universe of contacts, but to have two people mention this same type of, uh, you know, praise and kudos to her is remarkable. Yeah, I I agree. And and frankly, it, it gives me something that I, you know, I would love to leave that kind of legacy as well, you know, so if I can have the opportunity to have that kind of mentorship and you know, I really hope that I'm able to do the same thing for others as well, um, because I feel like that's such a gift to be able to support others in that way. I believe you are a perfect candidate for a remarkable mentor. Uh, I'll say this, that when I meet people, you know, I ask, especially when I have these big events, I ask that they consider advising, referring, or hiring someone they've never met before, And in agreeing to do that, many mentors have evolved and many mentees have evolved from those behaviors. So I see you as one leading by example, walking the talk and to make yourself available for that is really, again, I use the word remarkable. It's a a strong word. I use it intentionally. Uh, So thank you for being who you are and for being willing to mentor others. There is such a need, such a need out there. Um, There's also a requirement, several requirements of mentors to be a good mentor. What does it mean to be a good mentor? But there are also requirements of mentees as well. Um, You know, we can talk about that maybe on another conversation, but I think that uh, the fact that you opened yourself up to that is great. So thank you, thank you. That leads perfectly into my next question. 
you know that I personally and professionally believe that women need to lift each other up and stop putting each other down, you know, cut the crap is what I say. So what do you think we could do, even if it's just day to day, it doesn't have to be a grand scheme unless you have one to share. How can we support <laughs> women in business? Um, you know, I totally agree with lifting each other up. Um, but I mean, I think, I think my thing is that, you know, I am, you know, who I am and, you know, that doesn't change, you know, when I'm at home or in the office. And I think the more that we can be honest and real with each other, I think that that is helpful to lifting each other up. I mean, I think that, um, you know, help people when maybe they've taken a misstep and help direct them kindly back to the right path. I think that that's always um, a way to help lift people up. Um, you know, I may be generalizing a bit, but, you know, we're all human and we're all just trying to do our best each day. Um, and I think especially given the, the situation, you know, with COVID-19, I think, you know, we're taking every day, day by day. Um, and, and I think especially now it's, it's important to take one day, you know, every step one day at a time. Um, and, you know, to, to just be nice and kind to each other is just so very important, you know. I love this. Is that okay to say? Is it okay to say I love you? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really amazing. So those are not just little tiny words, folks. If you realize what a punch those little words pack, uh, to be nice and kind, to listen with empathy and not judgment, to help those when they misstep. Um, you know, sometimes when, especially women, when women misstep, they get crushed like a bug and that has to stop, you know, and I'm not trying to teach women how to speak white male in order to fit into the operating system. I'm actually trying to do something much bigger and that is change the operating system within which we all work. But what you just said is a huge, huge, um, two things that you said that strike me. One is you are who you are, whether at work or at home, you bring your whole self. I love that. That's super powerful. Think about that, folks. How many women especially try to pretend they're men in order to be successful or, you know, they mimic the men in order to be successful? And how many men do this too? How many men turn on a certain person nine to five and then go home and there's someone else? I love that you have the courage to be who you are 24-7. Thank you for that. Second thing that you said that really was impactful was um, you know helping those who might have made a misstep and to act out of you know with nicety and kindness in your in your intention. So thank you for your courage to say those things. And because I know you, I can say thank you for your courage to live those things. Um, I know it hasn't always been easy, not for either one of us. But um, if you're willing, would you share with us your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome it? Sure. Um, I would, I mean, I would say that definitely, you know, I've all, I've had my share of, of challenges in my career. I mean, I think, um, you know, no career is, is perfect, you know, and we all have our challenges and, you know, whether that's, you know, life or, you know, personal or work or, or whatever it may be, um, you know, and, and I think it's hard because, you know, we all have different personalities and strengths and weaknesses. And so I've certainly had my share of challenging bosses in my career. Um, and I think that the, the professional services field is not for the weak of heart. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> uh, 
But I think as hard as some situations may be, I think, you know, and I'm not perfect. So, you know, just to be clear, like I definitely, you know, I try to be real, not every day I'm perfect, you know, but um, I try to have confidence in myself. Um, and, and again, this is not easy. Some days are easier than others. Um, some days I'm better at this than others, but um, I really try to have the strength to know that um, everything will be okay. And even if maybe you're not getting along with um, your manager or, um, you know, a lawyer or whatever the case may be that, you know, some days aren't always going to be perfect and some days are not always going to be, you know, bright and happy. And um, that, that, I mean, it's okay. Just, just to be totally honest. I mean, I think that um, having that confidence in, you know, knowing that, you know, you will get through this has helped me really escape some quite toxic work situations. Um, you know, earlier in my career, I think for me, um, you know, it's important to realize that it's not always, you know, your fault if you're in those types of things. And, um, you know, I've really tried to uh, just take it with what it's worth. And, and that's helped me rise above and, you know, find other roles um, in my career that have been a better fit for me. So that's quite courageous to say. Um, and I use this phrase on almost every podcast, win or learn, never lose. So it looks to me like you've taken the good from every situation, whether the situation was good or not. And you have applied it to make your life more robust and I believe we, we grow, you know, we grow through things, whether they're good things or bad things. If you're a critical thinker and you're a critical feeler, which I am, you grow through the good and the bad. So it looks to me like you've done that and how courageous of you to share. You know, I know a lot of women who are strong women, strong personalities, and I love to give them space and grace to be that woman. Uh, some people can't handle that. Some people are intimidated by them or their own insecurities flare up and they have to shut them down. Like I said, crush them like a bug. Um, so glad to hear that you're on that journey of taking the good from every situation and using it to better your own life. Uh, good for you. Good for you. Well, let me ask you this. I know you have quite a circle, quite a network, uh, but in your smaller sets, sector, your critical few, as we call it, is there something about you they may not know, a surprising fact that you're willing to share? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I mean, always laughs when I ask that question. Well, I mean, I think there's a standard things, right? Like I'm, you know, in just in terms of like who I am, like I'm definitely, you know, I consider myself an athlete. I'm a runner, you know, I have a Peloton, um, that kind of thing. I like being active and hiking and skiing and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if I'm not working or spending time with my family or doing those things with my family, you know, I like to do kind of the standard, um, kind of outdoor stuff. Um, and, but a couple surprising things about me, um, my daughter who's currently six and it just actually finished kindergarten, um, this week. And, um, you know, I'm the troop leader to, um, 14 Daisy Girl Scouts, which wow. is um, <laughs> That's awesome. actually kind of, yeah, it, well, it was something I didn't really mean to sign up for um, in, in that I had, um, I'd been a Girl Scout when I was younger and, um, you know, I was interested in having my daughter do it. 
and no one really spoke up at the school um, to start a troop. And so I, I set up an informational meeting and basically everyone looked at me and were like, so now you're the troop leader. <laughs> um, and because there was really no one else to do it, I've, I've filled that, you know, that void for the group. But it's been really interesting because, you know, we only started the troop in December and um, I've actually ended up running three Zoom Girl Scout troop meetings. So these are, you know, five and six year old girls on wow. Zoom. And um, it's been rather fascinating. Um, but the great thing is like when you meet with these girls in person, you know, they're full of energy as they should be. But um, on Zoom, you can, you can, you know, you can mute them so that you can give everyone a chance <laughs> to speak. So, you know, I think they should all have a voice. And so actually Zoom works well because it gives them all a spot to say their thoughts and feelings because otherwise they don't know how to do video conference and they just all will talk over each other. So, um, awesome. It, oh my God. So that, <laughs> so that, that has been probably, that's something kind of surprising, I think about me. And, um, you know, I think that, that, um, that has been rather rewarding. Like, um, earlier this week, we actually did, we, um, had delivered some goodie bags to these girls and, um, me and another mom baked some cupcakes and we delivered them into Aww. the goodie bags and they made cupcakes and, de you know, they decorated cupcakes during the meeting. Um, and, you know, some of the moms were telling me like, it was like, this has been like the highlight of, you know, their last month, you know, so that really has right. been quite amazing to make like just a little bit of impact on these girls who have been, um, you know, just stuck at home, to be honest, yeah. you know, um, as we all are right now. Yeah. You know, um, I'll give you my address after the show, but <laughs> you can send me some cupcakes, but no, I want to say you are a, what I call super shero. So what a super shero oh, okay. to do that. That's amazing. I personally don't know that I would, um, have the patience that it takes to do something like that. So bravo to you and to others like you who are able to take that on because that is what young girls need. They need to see that example of what it means to be an empowered leader that still behaves with kindness and grace. And that's, I think, amazing. And still gives me cupcakes while I'm sheltered at home in place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so now is the time in the show where I pull a, um, a card, randomly pull a card from my magic box of meaningful questions. Are you game for the wild card question? Sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I have a box of 144 thoughtful, meaningful questions and I'm pulling from the box now. Oh, I think this is a great question, especially considering um, your role with the daisies. So Something you know today that you wish you could have told yourself in the past? Uh, you know, I think that actually goes back to my earlier comment about having confidence in yourself and really having resilience through hard situations. I think really having understanding that, you know, things aren't like if, if something's down for you right now, um, that it will get better. I mean, I think that really probably, um, especially given, you know, the nature of the world right now and the layoffs within our community, I think, 
um, you know, sometimes those things lead to better opportunities. Um, not always, but I think that having having the strength to understand that sometimes, you know, when it's dark, that there will be light. Um, I think that that, you know, when I was younger, I may not have seen that quite as much. So I think I've grown into that a lot more uh, in, in, you know, in my older years now. And, and I think that um, really having like a glass half full perspective um, allows you to get out of the depths of darker situations. I love that. Very Jungian, very uh, Jungian. (laughs) (laughs) A little psychotherapy here on the show, folks. But I love that. You're always looking for, and I say the platinum lining because it's much stronger than silver. So I love that you're looking for the platinum lining in everything you do. And what a great piece of advice to share with every listener, regardless of age, gender, race, religion, background, but also with your daisies. So Thank you so much for being a wonderful person and a remarkable woman and a guest on my show. If people want to reach out to you, how can they reach you? I think um, by email is great. Um, So, you know, LinkedIn, I'm more than happy to connect with folks on LinkedIn. Um, And also via email, my personal email is charlisehyatt44 at gmail.com. Charlize Hyatt 44 at gmail.com and on LinkedIn. So folks. Absolutely on LinkedIn. Yep. Yeah. Connect with her on LinkedIn. She's amazing. You're like a little bit of sunlight. It's amazing. Um, I will write a blog about you. People know that. I will insert this podcast recording into that blog and that will be available in about 48 hours. So Charlize, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. I I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Well, you're a rock star and I'm honored to know you. So have a good day and have a good day to all the listeners out there. Bye-bye. Thanks.